Are you asking me for a divorce? You want a divorce? I need a divorce. You got it. I want a divorce. Divorce? I knew we had something in common. Here, sign these. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Rich Sports Talk, sports talk that's worth a million. I'm your host, Nolan Rich, and we're going to go right into today another episode of Sports Divorces. And this is a unique one because it's a divorce that hasn't officially happened yet, but we're moving toward it. And you know, I love the WWE. I've talked about WrestleMania 35. You know, I talk about all the preview shows. And I wanted to talk about one of the most interesting and the biggest storylines in wrestling. It has nothing to do with in the ring, and that is Sasha Banks. Now, It appears that Sasha Banks could be leaving the company and reports today out that Dave Meltzer has said that there's a chance she might not show up in a couple weeks to the Money in the Bank pay-per-view, that WWE and Sasha Banks have kind of come to an agreement that she was going to be off TV this week, but we also found out some more interesting facts coming out of WrestleMania 35, and there's a lot of factors why I think Sasha Banks is looking to leave the WWE and I support her because I don't think that WWE has necessarily handled her character the best way and I have a lot of reasons why if you really look back at the history why Sasha Banks has a right to be upset so we're going to start off with the obvious which is the reports that Sasha and Bailey were very unhappy and reportedly were Let's just say not exactly thrilled that they were dropping their tag team titles at WrestleMania 35. What didn't help with the decision was apparently WWE didn't tell them until right before they went out that they were dropping the belts, which I don't think helped the situation either. And there's another factor in WrestleMania 35 that I will get into that no one's really talking about why I think Sasha is also thinking about leaving, but... I'll stick with that match because we all know what happened after that match. They dropped the belt. She threatened to quit at WrestleMania 35 after the match. And over the following week has really kind of stayed off social media. Has been a little cryptic with tweets and with Instagram. And has also unfollowed Vince McMahon, WWE, and has started following AEW Wrestling and their some of their superstars as well. Uh, Bailey, of course, they did an angle on Monday Night Raw before the Superstar Shakeup, where she was calling Sasha and Sasha never got back. And then Bailey appeared on SmackDown to basically be a part of the Superstar Shakedown. Now, a lot there was a lot of speculation on what was going to happen, and I don't know if we'll ever get the full story. But it was also reported that after WrestleMania, this coming out from Dave Meltzer this week, that the WWE wanted to break up the Boston hug connection of Bailey and Sasha Banks after WrestleMania and have them be solo competitors, which has another big reason why I think Sasha could be looking to leave the company because, and why she's unhappy with the company. Because look, this is a situation where her and Bailey lobbied to get this championship created. They won the first championship. They were trying to grow the brand of that championship. And even though it's been a short reign, the belts on the Iconics hasn't really gone over exactly very well. Um, I'm do, I am happy with the Kerry Zane and the Asuka tag team now entering the division, but this tag team division for the women's division feels very weak, especially without the Boston Hug connection. And you could tell, and I don't know if this also plays into why Sasha's maybe not coming back either, but we were wondering why. On Monday night after WrestleMania, I mean, not Sasha, Bailey basically got job to Alexa Bliss. In some ways, it seemed like it was kind of a punishment for Bailey because of the complaining. 
of how they basically put her out with the squash mask with Alexa Bliss. Uh, Bailey got booed on SmackDown after the Superstar Shake-Up and said when she came to the ring that she was a solo competitor now. And to me, I think the fans are just booing. I don't think they're necessarily booing Sasha. I took it that they're just frustrated because of how WWE has handled this. Because look, the boss and the hug team and hug connection, sorry, they were the biggest tag team going forward in that whole division. And they've already broken that up. I mean, they had a chance to be similar to what the New Day was and the Usos. I think you were going to see a breakup down the road. But it gave Bailey and Sasha at least a storyline right now. And now that they don't have that, it, it I don't know about all the rumors, but it looked like Sasha might be staying on Raw. They broke up the tag team sent to Bayleaves, and it just leaves this whole tag team titles that they're trying to build up. And I think that's part of the frustration too, is both of these women, they lobby for this championship, they won this championship, they're trying to bring it credibility, and it feels like just in two weeks. What's the credibility? Because they're arguably the most popular tag team. They've been broken up. So it's going to be interesting. But I also think there's a lot of factors that play into the whole Sasha Banks thing. I think it's been building for years. And I really think that, you know, one thing I always am fascinating by in one show I watch because I'm a bit of a nerd is the show Air Disasters on the Smithsonian where they do air crash investigations. And one of the things that is really predominant in that show is an accident or something catastrophic doesn't happen with just one cause. There are multiple factors in that cause. And I think if you look back at Sasha Banks's history within this company, you can see that there's a lot of reasons why she has a right to be upset. Let's rewind the clocks a little bit back to WrestleMania 32. What was the big match on that card? It was the women's triple threat with Becky with Charlotte and with Sasha. You can make the case that was the start of really the women's revolution. They dropped the Divas belt and the designation of Divas. Charlotte won that match, and really that was the best match on the whole card that entire night. And since then, Sasha has had a ch- has had one championships, but she's never really had a long run. And to me, I just think the way they have handled her over the last couple of years just I think it has just you know slowly worn her out and finally WrestleMania 35 was the last straw because I want you to think about this too what was the match of WrestleMania 35 the main event it was Becky Lynch Charlotte and Ronda you don't think Sasha Banks was in the back a little upset that not only she was told she was dropping her tag team title before going out to the main event, I mean, out to her match, that she had been promoting these belts with Bailey for months trying to get credibility. But do you think it also was seeing the main event with Charlotte and with Becky and not her? Because think about that. The three of them helped put re- women's wrestling on the map. And each of the four horsewomen has had a WrestleMania moment. Sasha has not. And some of you are saying, oh, wait, she's had a WrestleMania moment. Oh, really? Hmm. When I say Becky in WrestleMania, your first thought is, oh, of course, they're holding both those belts after defeating Ronda and Charlotte. Okay. Well, if I say Charlotte, you have a couple to choose from. WrestleMania 32, winning the Raw Women's title for the first time, and of course, beating Asuka and ending Asuka's undefeated streak at WrestleMania 34. 
Heck, even Bailey, she retained her women's championship in Orlando. Now, when I say Sasha Banks, what WrestleMania moment comes to mind? Struggling a little bit, aren't you? You can't really think of it. Is it her entrance on the golf cart to WrestleMania 33? Or is it when she came out in WrestleMania 32 with Snoop Dogg for her intro? She's never won at WrestleMania. All of her other four horsewomen have gotten a WrestleMania moment. And she hasn't. You don't think that's frustrating to Sasha? You don't think it's also frustrating that even though she had the Raw Women's belt, she always lost it on the pay-per-view to Charlotte. And her and Charlotte's rightly helped build that belt and build the esteem of the women's division, including the main event in the first ever Hell in a Cell. You don't think she's looking back and saying, I helped build this women's division and I'm just getting thrown aside? I'm just being an afterthought? Go back to the Royal Rumble. If you remember my recap of the Royal Rumble, what was one of the few things I said? I said, in the Sasha Banks match versus Ronda Rousey, I said before the match she was going to lose. But after that match, I said, you know what? Sasha looked great in that match. And one of the complaints of her about WrestleMania 35 was that the wrestlers of Becky and Charlotte, they had trouble selling Ronda Rousey. Because Ronda's a great athlete, but she's still raw in the ring. And there were some botches in that Sasha batch, but she did a great job. And she worked, I would say, the best with Ronda of any of these wrestlers so far. She looked great. And I came out of that match saying, you know what? I know she's going to the tag team division, but man, Sasha, she looks like she should be competing for the title with Ronda Rousey. But I knew she wasn't going to because of Becky Lynch popularity. So think about if you're Sasha Banks. You're told at WrestleMania before you're going out that you're losing the belts you helped create and are trying to bring a new esteem to. I mean, you've already built up the Raw Women's title, and now that you're trying to do the same with the Women's Tag Team titles, you're also told afterwards... They're breaking up your tag team. And, oh, by the way, you're not main eventing WrestleMania when the two other women in that match you've worked with before and you helped with them to put women's wrestling on the map. I think there's a lot of factors in why Sasha Banks is frustrated. I mean, she's get, she's gotten jobbed out on pay-per-view to Charlotte. She's had short title reigns. And I understand part of it was her injury history. I understand that that probably shortened a couple of them early on. But she... Pay-per-view, those are the big matches, and it always feels like she's losing a title on those big matches. And I keep saying Sasha Banks is incredibly valuable in this company because she's versatile as a character. She's not only one of the biggest women stars, she's one of the biggest stars in WWE. And she is a great babyface, but we haven't even seen the heel boss, which is the character she came up with through NXT. That's the character I think a lot of people really want to see but they haven't done it yet. And I think there's a lot of avenues to go with that character. See, I think they're going to try to turn Bailey heel again, but it just doesn't really fit her character. Becky Lynch has found her stride as a cocky and confident fighter, but I don't really think she'd be great as straight heel, and when they tried to turn her heel, she became more of a face than ever. To me, the only other wrestler in the company that matches Sasha in terms of talent, in terms of versatility of her character, and in terms of mic work is Charlotte Flair. I mean, they both of them are incredibly valuable. And I've said this before, is one angle this that I don't understand why they haven't explained 
is the four horsewomen. Because remember, Sasha teased that at the Royal Rumble holding up the four sign to Ronda Rousey. I'm surprised that, especially with the tag team tiles now, couldn't you make the case, and I understand it will take a while and it will be a long play, but wouldn't it be fascinating if the four horsewomen dominating wrestling? Like, let's say Becky got one of the main belts, Charlotte got the other main belt, and then, of course, Bailey and Sasha got the tag team titles, and all four women basically controlled women's wrestling in the entire company. That would be fascinating. That would be like the women's NWO. And it would be great. I think that would be completely fascinating. It would help build the brand of the women's tag team title. I think it's a great avenue to go. So if WWE loses Sasha, I think you not only lose a great wrestler, but you lose a lot of great storylines with her. And for people saying, oh, Sasha's complaining because she's dropping this belt. You know, she didn't handle well. You know what? Maybe she didn't handle it. We'll never. I wasn't backstage. This is all about the reports that I've heard about and from the sources I've known about. I wasn't there. You can't obviously know what happened, what exact words were said. Could she have maybe handled it better? Yeah. But can you see where her frustration's coming from? Absolutely. I mean, she's a proud competitor. And she's trying to grow the women's tag team titles and basically is being told, eh, you, you know what, we're going to drop these belts and uh, you're going to break up your tag team. I can understand where she's coming from. And I think that WWE needs to get her back in the fold. And I think the only way you do it is if you go to Sasha with a good storyline and really push her and say, look, we need you and we want to give you a good storyline. Because Sasha, I think, can leave and go to AWE. She would be the biggest star there for women's wrestling. And I also think that she could potentially, I don't know if maybe Hollywood's an option, but she has a lot of avenues. She's very talented. She can go a lot of different directions. But to me, I'm looking at Sasha and I'm saying, you know, I understand the WWE might be frustrated with Sasha, but to be fair, she's done a lot for this company. She's put over a lot of superstars. She hasn't had a long title reign that she probably deserves. And when you really think about it, and I really want you to think about this, when we talk about seminal women's matches since NXT in this women's revolution growing up, you look, most of those matches involve Sasha Banks, the rivalry between Bayley and Sasha and NXT, NXT TakeOver, WrestleMania 32. I mean, there's a lot of great matches. The Hell in the Cell match with Charlotte, the rivalry with Charlotte. You look, Sasha has had some of the best women's matches in the company's history. Because she's not only a great character, she's a fantastic wrestler. In the last year and a half, it's really felt like she's been kind of rudderless. They haven't really put her in the title picture, haven't really given her a great storyline. And then finally, it seemed like they finally found it with the tag team with Bailey, And that was looking like it was going to be a great angle for a long time. And then all of a sudden, they just decided to nuke the plan for that. Which to me doesn't make sense because they're the most popular tag team in that division and you're already breaking it up. Now, is some of this breakup, could you say, maybe it wasn't? I've heard that they were talking about doing it after WrestleMania 35. Maybe was it because of her quitting? I don't 100% know. But if they were talking about breaking up this tag team before even Sasha trying to quit, it makes no sense. I don't get what they're doing. And it feels like with Bailey, you know, Sasha, it feels like she's doing the right thing because you look... Bailey and Sasha both complain about dropping the titles, and what happened the very next night? Bailey was jobbed out to Alexa Bliss. I mean, every day it just seems like Sasha's more and more right, and for people that are ripping Sasha, look, 
these wrestlers, they have to make the best decisions for their careers. And Sasha, she understands because she's been hurt before. She wants to make sure that she has a good storyline and she understands her value to this company. She knows how good of a wrestler she is and she knows how good the matches she can be because not only can she do a great job winning, that's the easy part. She is a fantastic wrestler at losing. She makes her opponents look better. I point back to the Royal Rumble. She made Ronda look good. I, I think that was Ronda's best match in her career with the company was with Sasha Banks in there. And I came out saying, you know what? Sasha should be in this title picture. I know she's not going to be because of the tag team tiles. But Sasha does a great job. And you look, we look at the seminal moments of women's wrestling over the last five years. The majority of those matches, they involve Sasha. And I think with everything going on, the final nail in the coffin was we've seen this women's wrestling grow and grow and grow. And the main event of WrestleMania was finally a women's main event, and Sasha wasn't in it. I mean, I say the turning point was WrestleMania 32, that triple threat match, and two of the three participants were in the main event of WrestleMania. And I do think Sasha was was a little burnt about that, but when they decided with the tag team direction, I think that was the final straw. And to me, Sasha's the boss in this negotiation. She understands her value. And WWE, you have to understand that she is incredibly valuable to your entire company moving forward. When we talk about great women's wrestlers, we can talk about Becky, we can talk about Charlotte, but Sasha has been a key linchpin on developing this women's wrestling brand. And you cannot afford to lose it, especially when she has so many great possibilities for this company moving forward. Personally, I hope that there isn't a divorce. I love seeing Sasha in the WWE. But if things don't get better, I mean, we could see another sports divorce with Sasha Banks leaving the WWE. That's going to do it for this episode of Rich Sports Talk. Thank you so much for joining us here on the episode today. Make sure to like and subscribe. And you can listen and follow us on all of our streaming platforms. That includes SoundCloud, TuneIn, Spreaker, Spotify, available on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and YouTube. Go check out all of our latest episodes. Of course, you want to get in contact with me, reach out on Instagram, Rich Sports Talk, Twitter, Rich Sports Talk, and our email richsportstalk at gmail.com but until next time i'm going rich this is another episode of sports divorces only on rich sports talk